0: brought to you by the rugby outlet mall equipping you for freedom and connection through rugby find out more at rugbyoutletmall.com yo what's up everybody welcome to another amazing episode of grow rugby my name is gift gift time baylu and grow rugby the podcast where we interview and speak with people who have found opportunity and you've have, are have found, created, searched for, discovered, interacted with, and developed opportunity via rugby. Uh, great stories that we have coming on, and today we have another amazing one coming through. Uh, we have Rashad Lipford from North Carolina a t He founded the North Carolina A&T rugby team. That's another HBCU. We're putting the counts down, people. We're putting the pounds down. Great conversation. I mean, you talk about a person who is not just passionate, not just excited, but is completely dedicated to just getting the work done. And we really go through it from beginning to end, talking about how he got started with rugby, what it's been taking to be able to develop this team, what has been some of the struggles that have come along with it, and honestly, where they are now. So it's going to be something that I think you guys are going to enjoy this one in a real way um obviously we've come to the end of another month june is over um and we're heading into a new one it's been a crazy six months so far and we have now entered the second half in the u.s covid is back up on the rise so you know it looks like rugby is going to be delayed a little bit longer and to be honest with you it looks like it's going to end up being the same thing uh in a place like australia just found out they're starting to get new COVID cases, and we thought that they were in a bubble between New Zealand and them on uh, COVID cases being basically lessened or eliminated. But looks like we are getting ready for that uh, second wave for the U.S. I guess it's not really a new second wave as much as a continuation of the first. But stay strong, at least up until now, up until further notice. We're going to have Super Rugby, at least on ESPN Plus. Go check it out if you are so fiending or if you got to just use old footage. Hey, man, go do that. I'm a big believer in go check out Rugby Cinema uh, and go get another taste of the way rugby is presented through documentaries and feature films. Uh, last week we had J- J- James Brunson on, and uh, he was the head coach for the Philly Nomads, and they have a movie that is available on Amazon, pl- on Amazon, and you can actually find it through the RugbyOutletMall.com called The Nomads. A great movie, uh, one that gives a little bit of a solid insight into uh, the development of this team. And, of course, please check out our documentary, uh, Singapore to Tokyo, any way we can. Like. I'll always tell you guys, we have so many great reviews that have been coming in from it. So many people have been really enjoyed it and took something from it. You guys definitely go on. You guys can check it out at uh, redearthfilms.vhx.tv. Or you guys can find it on at Rugby Outlet Mall at rugbyoutletmall.com slash products slash singapore 2 Tokyo. And, uh, guys, enjoy it. and You know, obviously it helps us so that we can be able to make more great films and great uh, uh, pieces and content uh, for you to enjoy, especially in this rugby-less time. And, of course, on the other hand, on the other side of it, uh, it's definitely an adventure that you guys will be able to take in, and it can give you an insight in places that you might not have thought about wanting to go to or you didn't realize that there was such a rugby community available there. So I hope you guys get a chance to watch that. You like what I did there? I slipped in both the sponsorships without having to go sponsorships. I mean, I know I just ruined it and called it out now. But still, the point is, yo, it's something to go check out. And, um, you know, and obviously with uh, going to the Rugby Outlet Mall, if you guys hook up the merch, merch like to celebrate rugby, we want to thank everybody who's already bought merch from uh, HBCU stuff because that goes to helping us develop the HBCU Rugby Classic and of course, on the other side of it um it always helps to be able to create the networking connection uh to be able to connect with other rugby people in a way that's not just on the field so just want to be there for you, be able to keep you informed, keep you lesson, keep you growing, keep you developing, and of course, keep you satiated in and then after rugby in while rugby's not around and after rugby has started so. Anyways, I'm not going to hold us out too much longer. I know you guys get very tired of me talking sometimes. Uh, I'm joking. Maybe. I don't know. You guys do. But, hey, you know what? You'll deal. <laughs> but, no. In the meantime, yo, I hope you guys enjoy this great conversation, one that i had been trying to have for ages. It was perfect that we finally got it together. And put some quick context. Um, you know, I met, I'd met Rashad. Uh, actually, uh, as a result of my guy Shane Young from Memphis Inner City Rugby. And uh, Shane had actually told me about him, uh, I think, the f- first time I created the HBC Rugby Classic, when I, I made the first HBC Rugby Classic. Um, and he told me this kid was, like, doing it himself and was learning along the way, so... Um, you know, it was cool to be able to finally get a chance to talk to him and really be able to sit down and delve in. Uh, it's a kid that you're going to really want to enjoy. So, anyways, without further ado, please check out Rashad Lipford, North Carolina and t Grow 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 rugby. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Grow Rugby. I got a- another great VIP guest here for us today, coming straight from North Carolina AT. And I need you guys to remember this name. This brother is about to be a legend in the game right now. Rashad <laughs> Lipford, founder of uh, North Carolina A&T rugby team. Rashad, man, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to have man, you on.
1: The pleasure is all my, man, again, man. I, I love what you're doing here, man, and I'm honored to be a part of it, man. So I'm ready. Let's get it.
0: <laughs> so, look, I have to say, you know, the first time – let, let me tell you the story of how I ended up finding out about you. So the first time I had ended up hearing about any HBCU teams was maybe back in 2014. Okay. And all this had come up, and I'd hoped to pull some stuff off, but nothing really came up. And then I think 2018 – uh, I got a message from a young lady asking about North Carolina a and she she was trying to put a team together. And we we're like, "Oh man, that would be great! It'd be cool if there's a guy team." And she was like, "Yeah, there's a guy that's doing that over there." And he like, <laughs> was like, "I'm like, oh, for real? Like, what's the information?" And so I think at the same time I was uh, I just met up with uh, Shane. I think for yeah. one of the first times coming down to New Orleans, and uh, uh, Shane told me, "Yeah, man." I got a guy from MICR who started a team up at North Carolina Anti. I was oh, like, yeah, Wait. man. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, look, I, I was like, dude, this is awesome. And you know, I, it's just been this process because for what it's worth, you know, especially in building this whole stuff up. What you guys have done and even the little bit you guys getting to play, getting to put the stuff together, the mere fact that your presence has existed has helped credify, has helped the credibility of developing HBCUs, uh, rugby teams and HBCUs so much. So, uh, you know, I got to give a lot of credit for you because it's made a a lot of this explanation easier. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, man. I appreciate it. (laughs) So kind of tell me, like, let's kind of start from the beginning. Shot. so, like, how how did you get started with rugby?
1: Man, um, I it's crazy, man. I only I actually only played one year. I started my senior year of high school, man. I I just one of those kids, man. I wanted to kind of have my fingers dipped in all kinds of sports. And my best friend, Sam, he played. Uh, I knew Coach Young, man. I would talk to him. I had a godbrother who played for Coach Young. So um, it was just something I really wanted to try, man. Uh, Sam was just like, hey, man, just try, man. Just try, just try, man. And uh, what's crazy is I actually – I actually went to my first rugby practice ninth grade year. Ninth really? grade year, I went to my first rugby practice, and my mom was like, "You crazy? You're <laughs> not about to play rugby." So, <laughs> so you know, I, I revisited again my senior year, man, and I played my first practice. I fell in love, man. It was something that definitely that took root in me from my very first practice, man. I love what Coach Young is about. I love the sport of rugby, man. It's it's an amazing sport to play, man. It's it's so much fun, man. So it's just a. 2017 was my introduction introduction into it, man. Like I said, I just I love the the I love the energy that Coach Young brought to it, man. And he was very excited to have me out there. So uh, part of what kept me going so much was that I felt so welcome coming in. So,
0: dude, no, and you know what I haven't seen haven't seen Shane Coach Young in action. It's impossible not to be energized by that. Like uh, yeah. it makes me feel like I gotten an old because I'm uh, like, yeah. yo, I need to get to your level of energy. I thought man, I man.
1: And he's so humble, man. He's like, oh, man, yes. you know, I, I'm still working. I'm still working. I'm like, Coach, man, you out here keeping up with, with 9th, 10th, 11th grade high schoolers, you know, who are in their prime. And here you are, man, as young as you are, still being able to keep up. <laughs>
0: Oh man, look I, I, that that man! That man is a beast among beasts, and I, I give him all the credit in the world when it comes to it. And to be able to see exactly like me, being able to see guys like yourself being able to come out of that program. So for yeah. you, kind of like that first, since you only did it the one year, but though you had a taste, you had yeah, a taste, I had a taste yeah. right? But you did it that one year. What what was the thing that actually ended up changing your mind overall? Because that, that, we're talking about a three year, four year period now that you were yeah. like. On the fence, I'm gonna say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's just um, I saw the doors that it opened. Me and, so me and Sam, my best friend, that's my best mm-hmm. friend, man. I saw the doors that it opened up for Sam, man, and and you know I just saw the connections that he was able to make, and I just, man, I saw his passion for it, man. It was really, man. He was man, seventy five percent of the reason I got into him, man. Every single day I will come to him, he's like, hey, man, come to a rugby practice, come to a rugby practice, and of course. I would go support him man. And I mean, Sam, if you've seen Sam play, Sam is a beast, man. One of the best rugby players I've ever seen. So uh he just he really helped change my mind, man. He he told me, he said, you know what, man, I'm gonna bring you to a practice. <laughs> so man, we we went out there together, man. Like I said, and I had that I got that, I got that second little tape, man, and I was like, you know what, man, I'm I'm done making this just a dessert, man. Let's make this the entree,
0: man. This is something I can do every day. So. Right? Dude, no, I love it. For, for the sake of the audience to know, Sam is Sam Johnson. He's currently a coach with MICR, and he's also coaches around Tennessee, right? Yes. Yeah, yes, and sure. so uh, I actually even met him, I think, whenever he, the MICR came for to New Orleans to play yes. the NOLA Gold Academy, I believe. Mm. And so, uh, this is a guy that is passionate. He went to London. He got on the London coaching trip and was able to go overseas. Uh, you see him, if you hear him talk rugby, this man is just like, he's dead. He's set
1: his career path. That's, that's <laughs> his life. He eat, breathe, he eat, breathes, sleeps. He showers rugby, man. That's, that's, that's what he's all about.
0: <laughs> Bruh. So I, I love, and it, it makes so much sense, but you know, obviously the full absorption of rugby kicks in for you. Yeah. But there's a difference between being fully absorbed and then being like, yo, I'm going to go start this team. And this is after you yeah. know, you've know you been in it for a year. Yeah. So kind of before we kind of go into what happened going into North Carolina A&T, like previous to that in high school, were you one of those people who had a, had a habit of starting things Were you like start or like a leader in clubs or something like that?
1: Uh, man, I participated in a, I was just one of those kids, man. I, I love sports, man. And I think, what really kind of kick started for me was, man, um, I was the only golfer at PCA. At Powerson, I was the only golfer. I played golf for seven years, and it was something that I really wanted to take heed and kind of root myself in at high school. And I convinced PCA to kind of like kind of set up a co op with other schools. So I guess that's what kind of kick started the leadership thing because, you know, it was kind of just PCA was kind of like, you know, we have what we, we have, the sports that we have. And I was just like, you know, hey, I talked to Dr. Hunter. And I was like, man, you know, let's start a golf program, man. you know, let's, let's, let's see what we can do with the golf program. And um, that was kind of the start of it. And then I, I started running track, and my track coach really kind of poured into me. He was like, man, you know, I really think you can be a leader on the team. And he, uh, you know, ordained me the captain of the team. So that's really what kind of pushed – kind of helped push me over the kind of like, hey, man, you know, I can do this, man. You know, like I'm a leader. Like, you know, people right. just kind of flocked to me a little bit. So it was definitely just kind of those – just those people who kind of put me in that position, who kind of made me kind of – who kind of brought it out of me myself kind of was just like, man, you're a leader, you know, don't sit back. Don't, don't straddle the fence, man. You know, be the voice, you know, let people be the voice that people want to hear, you know, be
0: the change. So, right. No. And you know what? That's, that's so important because so much people always will go like, yo, I don't know if I can do it. Obviously we know the 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 doubters, but I think it's even more important whenever you know that you have an environment that is breeding you to be able to be in that position because it's it's one thing to kind of reveal it yourself, and that's that's tough as is. But then to be able to know that other people are doing it, and then to be willing to actually move forward with that, and to kind of make your own path and help have other other people join. Like yeah. I, I don't think that happens enough, but that it's such an important trait. That's such a blessing that you were able to have and had these great people that recognize that in you. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Oh, so. I mean, even with the golf, like what, okay, I, I, cause I, so when it comes to golf, I had a cousin who was very similar to the way that you were. Like, he uh-huh. went to a school where nobody played golf. Yeah. And then uh, he ended up going, being on the golf team, and yeah. like, he just kind of ran through. But it was just, especially within black people, it's, it was just within the high school scope. It's so uh, uncommon. I, I don't want to yeah. say unusual, but I, yeah. it's just uncommon. That's the perfect word to use, yeah. Right. So, to be able to say even at that for seven years. So, you started this yeah. in middle school.
1: I, yeah, I started this, man. At a, I started golfing at a, a very, very young age, man. It was just something that my mom kind of threw me into. and um, I don't know, man. I just, I guess it was the, the peace and quiet that kind of got me, man. But <laughs> I, I just, it was something that I, I really enjoyed doing, man. And uh, again, and like you said, that environment, man. My grandfather, uh, you know, rest in peace. He definitely was one of those that pushed me, to. man. He sat me down and he talked to me one day. He was like. I hear you playing around at that golf program and you know <laughs> I'm like, No, Grandpa, I'm not playing around, I'm not playing around, you know. And he he made me get serious about it. He, you know, he was just like, Man, this is something that you you can really excel at if you really put your mind into it and uh mm-hmm. it's man and I'm just one of those men, uh if people pour into me, I take it for heartly, man. I, I try not to I try not to have dead fears on a man. If people take the time to pour into me and to try to show me something that I may not be seeing, man, I t- I take advantage of it. So that was just another one of those opportunities that my grandpa was just taking the time to sit down and be like, hey, you know, they're not, as you said, African-American golfers are very, very, very uncommon. So, you know, when he started that, it was something I got into, man, he was like, he was like that's it, you know, that, that, that's the way for you to make it out. So, like I said, it was just something that I really just kind of fell in love with again. You know, I have many passions, you know, but golf <laughs> definitely is on the list. i I tell people don't don't make me choose because I get the line about
0: which one I love the most. So it's like I'm a complex man, alright? I yeah, you know. I hold many, many many, many plates at the same time. Please do yeah. not hold me to one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it. And especially especially so early. Like I said, whenever you are able to kind of find and discover these things whenever you are young, is it sets such a pathway. Yeah. and such, which Clearly, it did going into to college. Now, here's the next one. Obviously, you know, in, in, let's, let, let me kind of recontextualize this. Not that HBCUs have ever been a down. I think we've always, there's always been the hype to be able to go to an HBCU. Correct. But I think that the education of knowing what an HBCU actually has yes. to offer has always been a little bit fuzzy for yeah, most people. Um, outside of, like, a little bit I, – I, honestly – I think the last show, other than I think maybe Blackish to some extent, uh, mm-hmm. I think, um, is A Different World, and that's from the early '90s. Yeah, you so, know, so that's if, outside if, your range,
1: right? If, if, if you don't have people to be like, "Hey, have you seen A Different World?" You don't know. Not what it's like to 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 you know to get to see what that HBCU culture is about. You know, if it's not introduced you at a young age, then you don't know. You like the third, about college university. What is that? You know what I mean? So.
0: No, that is exactly it. And and so for you, you know, how what made you decide one to go to an HBCU and then subsequently what set you up for North Carolina A&T?
1: So, I've been looking at um I've been looking at HBCUs probably my junior year in high school. Um I knew one, first thing first, I knew that I wanted to get out of Memphis. I love Memphis. Memphis is home. Memphis has my heart. But, you know, just of course gotta get mean, a change man, of pace. Like, I knew they, I, exactly, I knew I needed to change the scenery, I needed to change of pace, so um, it was actually my godmom, she sent me a list of the top HBCUs, and North Carolina a and was number seven on the list, mm-hmm. and I just took, I just took, I, I took a step on faith, man, I clicked, I went through their website, man, and I fell in love with the pictures, I fell in love with the campus, man, and I, I got to see pictures, man, and I was like, wow, I was like, this campus is beautiful, and actually, I'll take a step back, my older brother, Texas Southern University in Houston, Texas. My first time being on a, well, no. my first time being on an HBCU campus, Texas Southern University in Houston. It was amazing. My brother was an athletic trainer. We got to go to football games. I got the first taste of the HBCU bands and I loved the culture. It was the culture, you know, because us being African Americans, we have a culture that that sticks out. You, know, when you wanna go somewhere, you wanna go somewhere where you fit in and you feel accepted. And, and what most people don't realize about HBCUs is that HBCUs are the cream of the crop. Yeah. You, you want to see, you, you see the African-American doctors, you see the lawyers, you see the architectural engineers, you see the therapists, you see all of those great people that you don't get to see. You know, not to downplay PWS, but you don't see them at predominantly white institutions. It doesn't. It
0: doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't stand out. It gets kind of either lost as uh, an exclusive exceptionalism, yeah. where it's like, oh, that was just them, not like the others. Versus, yeah. it becomes just the norm, and that's that's a huge thing for the mindset of being different between going, hey, that is something bigger. That's something out of the usual. That's just something right. that is, that is not, not only is it not a norm, it seems like it's out of reach versus right. now being able to see it. And it's like, oh, no, this is just it's right here. This is the thing.
1: You right. know? Like, I got classmates who like, oh, man, you know, I'm an architectural engineer.
0: I'm like, wow, what? <laughs>
1: right? I mean, and, and a lot of people don't know this, you know. And to all my A&T alum who may see this video, Aggie Pride, <laughs> you know. So I' uh, came one of the top HBCUs, HBCUs that breeds uh, African-American engineers. Right. Uh, it's amazing. I come across engineer majors all the time, and and they just the way they carry themselves, man. The way they speak, man. And it's just everybody that I come in contact across that campus, man. It's just they have that aura about them, man. And and another thing that really drew me to H to North Carolina Ant was this alumni. I will go to an airport. I will be at a Walmart. I will be at a Target. If I have my ant, if they see my ant keychain, if they see my ant hat, they see my ant shirt. Can I get a at you, Right? I'm like, oh, <laughs> not and. And it's just, man. They, we, we love our school. We love A&T. We love a and the love run deep. You know, like I said, and here I was a senior in high school, and little did I know, a close acquaintance of mine actually graduated from the Carolina AT. And when I told him I was going, he was like, "What? You going to at And he told me, and I was like, you know, it, it, it kind of that's what kind of really brought it close to home because I'm like, man, this is somebody that I go out to eat with on a regular basis. We go to church together. We hang out. And here it is, he's an Aggie alum, and I had no idea.
0: Bro, so you know, a- at was. It just felt like home from the jump. So. I, I feel like that speaks so loudly right there. Like, it's just like how much it, it's – I almost consider it almost like the rugby experience. Whenever you aren't looking for it, you never see it. It almost feels like you never see it. I, yeah. I will say here in Baton Rouge I get the pleasure because Southern is just up the street from us. Yeah, I, yeah, else yeah. that I lived, I, have never been, I never felt it, right? Didn't know about it. But then whenever you start to see it and you're just like, oh, yeah. wait. Yo, you you you're an alumni. you oh, you're an. Like, oh shoot! Like, yo, yeah. you guys, you, where where you guys been hiding? Like, why why? Yeah,
1: like, well, do we need to get a group chat a Facebook? Right. Like, how do I? Can I can I get connected? You know, because like I guess I mean, and it's I, I like I said, it's it's the HBCU network that right. does it. You know, you have Southern, right. you have Ant, you have Howard, you have Hampton, you have Texas Southern, you have you have all these great HBCUs and. You know, we have our little friendly rivalry, our little friendly beef, you know, but it's just, man, when you get to speaking on HBCU culture, man, everybody comes together. It's just like, you know, we're blessed to be able to, we're blessed, we're blessed to be able to have that experience. I definitely, I definitely think so.
0: I agree. I agree. I like, I I always give credit because I, I I didn't go to an HBCU. I went to a PWI USF and this goes back to kind of where it went on the credit because I remember at the time. There was a thought of either going to Southern, but I wanted to get out of Baton Rouge. Uh, yeah, but okay. it was like going to Southern or um, I think literally at my time, I think it was it was Morehouse that was my Ooh. first choice because I was like, "Yo, Atlanta's dope." Uh, yeah. This was before me and Atlanta began had this passive aggressive relationship that came.
1: With- <laughs> it was Okay, Atlanta. <laughs> I want to be here, but do you want me here? Okay. Right, exactly. That, that, that's
0: exactly what it was. Like, yo, guys, like, why, why are we beefing? Like, I didn't know we had to be beefing like this. So it was, it was, uh, it was, um uh, how, it was not Howard, I'm sorry. It was Morehouse and then it was Southern. And then at the time, I think I was just like, you know, I don't know. if Am I going to be able to be comfortable there? And I ended up going to University of South Florida. Little did I know that once, I think maybe a couple years in, and, uh, you know, I'm thankful for my experience, but, then you started actually interacting and getting into the HBCU. And like you yeah. said, it is a unique culture like nothing yes. else. Yes. And then the more you re- look into it, the more you research it, it's like, okay, this, this has a feel. Like there's not yeah. just like a, I'm on campus. It's not just yeah. like there's a campus culture. It's like there is a feel. Like whenever people are walking around and they rep their HBCU, like it's, yeah. there is a moment. Like you said, that network is real. That yeah. network is real. It's almost as much mental as is the, uh, the verbal and uh, yeah. interconnected network that goes along with yeah. it. Yeah,
1: because, um, like I said, high school, man, um, Linda Wood University of Bellevue, I spoke to Coach Pat back when he was coaching uh, Linda Wood U, and mm-hmm. he reached out to me, man, and he was trying to get me there. And, and at the time, I was in between, you know, because um, – and I'll be honest with you, man, my, my thought process is this right here, man. Go somewhere, be a part of somebody else's program. Right. go somewhere and start your own program. So, you know, for me, it was kind of just that split I minute mean, because Lindenwood University has an amazing, an amazing rugby program over there. Amazing but, facilities,
0: amazing rugby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's an,
1: amazing, it's an amazing experience over there. But then again, it's just like, you know, A&T, do they even know what rugby is over there? You know what right. I mean? So it was like, so it's just, and um, I was in between, and I, and I think what really sold me was uh, we had, we have, called, we have something called New Student Orientation. And I kid you not, I got out of the car walking into the gym, and, I, and a sense of feeling as if I was at home. And yeah. was not the, this was my first time being in Greensboro, yep. North Carolina. This was my first time in North Carolina. And I, and I stepped on that campus Like you said, it's the feel. that I was like, man, this is – it was like a little voice that was like, man, this is where you're going to spend your next three years. This, mm-hmm. this is where you're going to spend your next three years. And here I am, man, three years in, man, and, and I promise you, man, I wouldn't trade the experience for the world.
0: Dude, I love it. I love it. And I was going to say, that feel. you know, uh, I, I've always tried to, because I've had that going back to Nigeria. And I think the feeling, I think the best way to describe it is not having to think about. Like, that's what yeah. I always go. Is like, I don't have to think about this. Like, yeah. I don't have to think about my proximity in terms oh, yeah. of, like, Yo, am I gonna scare somebody off? It's just like, exactly. oh, we just know. It's it's not just a, it's it's very innate and very innate. Yeah. But it also, I don't know. It maybe I might be babbling a little bit, but I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's just man, you, the comfortability, man. You can see somebody speak to them and know that they're gonna speak back, man. Right. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I mean. My freshman year, man, I had friends. I was like, man, you talk to everybody. Yes. That's the, I mean, that's the culture, man. You see somebody, hey, what's up, man? You know his name? I have no idea who they do this, man. But (laughs) guess what? I hope he has a great day. I hope he has an amazing day because we sat here and we talked and we conversated, you know. And next thing you know, man, we looking at, like, oh man, I gotta go to class. And (laughs) "And next thing you know, you are like, man, which way you going? I'm the way way Hey, and and, and that's how it starts, man. (laughs) So. Again, man, I, trust me, man, I understand exactly what you're saying, man. That feeling of knowing that, man, you can talk to anybody, man, and a friendship is just going to start itself. So, yeah.
0: No, dude. And I think that perfectly weaves into, you know, where it came to bring this all together. You being able to start this rugby team. All right. Yeah. And so here's the interest. obviously, when I heard about you, obviously, it was after the HBC Rugby Classic. So at that time, it was basically Morehouse and Prairie View AM established. Yeah. And then FAMU was slowly kind of coming yeah, back. Yeah, I'll, but yeah, they I've been
1: keeping, I've been the, keeping tabs on, I've been keeping tabs on the right. rugby community. So yeah, I know FAMU. They were there, and they, then okay, where they go? They, and they, they was was, like, so Okay, good. there we go. Okay, FAMU. Nice to see you on the mail. Bye for back, Bye for that.
0: And so, like, right after it was just like, okay, yo, North. And look, I'm not gonna lie. Like, North Carolina a was out of sight, out of mind. I think I had, yeah. uh, if you would asked me, it would have been. Either going up to DC area, Howard would have been more likely, or it would have been like maybe Alabama A and or yep. Alabama. State. Like one of those would have been. I don't even know why. It yep. was just North Carolina Ante. But you know, also you guys started getting good at football, so you guys also started. Yeah, talking.
1: I mean, of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like whenever, whenever it was revealed that you guys had started a program. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, dude, wait, there's this, people really out here doing this. So, yeah. for you, you get on campus, you feel this comfortability, but, you know, you're a freshman at this point, right? Yeah. So, you get on campus, you're feeling this, you're a freshman, you're new. What made you go, look, let me go ahead and start this rugby team.
1: And um, it, was, it was from the jump, man. Um, I, like to ask, I like to ask people this question, man. I ask them, what's your why? So when I tell them, man, if, if anybody is to ask me why I chose A&T, man, and I, I'll tell anybody, man, it's because I want to be the bridge that introduces African-Americans into rugby. Like you said, man, people think about HBCs. And I'm like, rugby? No. a and is a huge, huge football school, man. Amazing football program. Like but we also have the potential to be an amazing rugby program. So, you know, it's kind of just, they go hand to hand. So, um, man, freshman year, man, I got on there, man. And, I mean, this was something I was preaching as soon as I got to Ant man. I, my, my roommate, man, my roommate, uh, rugby. Every time every time we sit down, we eat dinner, man, rugby. I would meet his friends, man. Rugby, you know, and it's funny because they tell stories now, man. They'd be like, man, the first time I met you, man, the first thing you said was that you were going to start a rugby program here at ANT. So I've been preaching this since before I got there, man. So it's just fresh, man. I, and, I, of course, I started small, man. It, it was my sweet mates first, man. I started with them first and just kind of started to branch out. And, you know, I was like, you know, hey, man, you know, I played rugby, and, of course, they didn't know, so I introduced them into the sport. And, you know, I got a couple of guys out there. And really what it was, man, when they wouldn't come, man, we had a field in front of the calf. I would go kick that rugby ball around, man, I kid you not, probably about three or four hours, man. I would have people come out there, you know, oh, man, what are you doing, man? i put the rugby ball in their hand, and man, and get them to, you know, throw a few passes in, man, just, you know, get them a feel for it. So it was kind of just like, like I said, man, it was really a step on faith, man. It was something mm-hmm. that I didn't know any. I was like, man, you know, I could go out here. Nobody could want to get involved, you know. People could see me out there kicking a rugby ball around, and go, "Oh man, you know, he just exercising." But you know, I had people that would come out there, and, you know, "Hey man, what are you doing?" You know, or, "Oh man, is that a rugby ball?" You know, they ain't never seen it before. So, yeah. So, like I said, I man, it was just something that I definitely, um, something that I, I had in my heart. I, I knew that that's the reason I chose Ant. So when I got them, man, I was very, very adamant about trying to get as many people as I can together, man. It's, and even as far as going just to let people know, like. There's somebody who plays rugby on campus because you have, no how many, you have no idea how many people on campus play rugby but don't know that it's going on and just, you know, don't want to play because it's just like, you know, because they're not used to seeing people that look like them. Playing. Right. So, it, it
0: becomes an unusual situation where yeah. it's like, oh, it, it's, it's, it's more likely that they don't than do. So there's not really much of a point for yeah. me to say anything about it. And yeah. then, again, it's this concept. Once you see one, all of a sudden, everybody just starts popping everybody, up. And he was like, yo, exactly. where where are all you rugby knowledge going?
1: <laughs> like y'all been here the whole time? Like, <laughs> like where, we, where we at in 2017 when I got here, you know, oh now y'all been playing right. Y'all playing rugby Being
0: Host. Well, come on, let's go. You let's want to go it, so. <laughs> so, you know, what what was that like? Was so, you know, obviously like starting these teams, I I, I respect it every time because it is a uh, it is a dedicated position because it's – especially whenever it's alone, you're you starting it at, on your own because yeah. you have to be the tentpole. That means yeah. if you're setting up practice, you got to be at practice. Yeah. If you miss – like, it's literally the, the foundation that breaks yeah. the whole house waiting to yeah. fall, you know? So, so – um, Go ahead, now I'm listening. Oh, no, no. I was just going to ask you. So, what, like that process, like what, what was the process getting into that point of actually getting the first guys together? Oh, uh, man.
1: We, I was a big social media activist, activist, man. I was, I was very big on Twitter, man. Like, you know, hey, like any guys that are, uh, any guys that are interested in rugby or even just want to know what rugby is about, man. Um is one of those schools, man. We love our hashtag, man. The NCAT hashtag is, is always popping. Everybody's on. So, I used that as an opportunity. And, um, I actually had the intramural sports director reach out to me, man. And he was just like, you know, hey, you know, um, I hear that uh what it was was I was using ANT, I was using flyers, but I used an A&T, ANT's logo. So he reached out to me, he was like, Hey man, you know, I hear that you use an ANT's logo for a rugby program and we don't have a rugby program on campus. And that's when we kind of got connected and I was like, you know, hey man, you know, we don't have a rugby program, but I'm about to start one, you know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a it wasn't a oh hey, let's start a program. It was no like, no man, I'm about to start a rugby program on campus. You you know, intention. Yeah, intention yeah, was
0: set.
1: <laughs> yes, it was like, you know, this is what I'm about to do, man. I'm a firm believer of speaking things into existence. And when I met him, I spoke it. I said, man, look, we're going to start, I said, we're gonna start HBCU. We're going to start. We're going to have an HBCU rugby team. a and is going to be on that ledge. We're going to start a rugby program. So we got together, man, and um, intramural sports, intrami- interest intramural sports meeting. It was probably about maybe about 150 students. Mm-hmm. and I knew when I got there that everybody was going to go sign up for flag football because i was doing that's, some research. That's a premier one. Everybody, I, come on now. That's, that's
0: I, number man, one always.
1: I've been, you know, I have my ear to the streets, man, and everybody's like, oh, man, intramural flag football, flag football, flag football, intramural basketball. I'm like, man, flag football. I'm like, okay, all right. So, talk to the intramural sports director. You know, I'll talk to him. I'm like, hey, man, what can I do about getting a table set up out here at the intramural sports meeting? He's like, man, you know what? I got you. We're going to get you a table set up. So we. We get nice. the table set up, man. I got the rugby ball sitting on the table. He introduces, you know, hey, we have Rashad over here with the rugby program. And, you know, we had a couple of people come on, come down. But here's what it is, man. I got up from that table. I got up. Because I noticed that nobody was coming. I said, you know what, man? I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to sit here twiddling my thumbs, man. And right. I went out. Flag football table. And here's what it did. They put me right next to flag football. <laughs> right next to So I'm seeing everybody sign up for flag football. I'm like, okay. Okay. So – I get up, man, and I grab a section of the flag. With the guys who are signing up for flag football, man, I, and I get in the guy. I speak loud. I tell, I'm like, you know, you guys ever heard of rugby? no na 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 know, man. So you know, I'm I, I'm preaching rugby. I'm like, man, you you want to be a part of something? You want to be a part of something that's gonna last. You want to become a part of a brotherhood. You wanna you wanna and have you wanna become a part of a sport that's gonna that that not only challenge you mentally but physically, spiritually, and emotionally, man. Rugby is the place to be, you know, because I tell them man Rugby is not about how hard you can hit; it's about how hard you can get hit and get back up and keep playing. So that's what I was preaching to a man. And those guys, man, they ate it up, man. They Let's ate go. it go.
0: up, go. man! They ate go. it up, I can
1: man! Run this I'm here. <laughs> so, man they, they ate it up, man! And they loved it, man. And I had a guy tell me, he was like, man. He said, he said, man, you sold me. He said, and I had guys, man, come sign the list. Uh, I got their information down, man. And and um, and the next step, of course, was. My first intramural practice, man. I remember like it was yesterday, man. It was amazing. I had, I had, and what's crazy was I not only had young men, so I not had young ladies as well. This again, this is this is now take you. This is sophomore year, freshman year, yeah. sophomore year. So I, I now have young ladies and young men interested in playing rugby. So of course, I'm just like, oh man, this is great. You know, I'm appealing to both sexes, you know, because I'm one of those rugby is not just a man's sport. I know women they hit just as hard as these men. So right. you know, I was, you know. I, I welcome everybody. So my first intramural practice goes on, man. They get there, man. And The first thing I do, man, is I introduce myself, man. I give a little spiel about, you know, hey, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. You know, I play rugby here. And, you know, uh, fortunate enough to come into contact with these people and these people and these people, and these people man. And, um, and I told them, and I, and, I, and I told them this is a commitment that I made them make from the first time they came out there. I told them, I said, this is the intramural interest practice for rugby. And I said, but the only thing I ask you is that you give me 110% the whole time that you're out here. And I told him, I said, if you don't feel it, I said, if you're thinking about homework, you're thinking about what you're going to eat when you leave, you're thinking about the young lady or young man that you're about to go see when you leave. Or I said, you know, you don't need to be here. I told him, I said, but if you want to be here and you want to give 110%, you really want to see what rugby is about, you stay. And I kid you not, man, I had not one person walk off the field.
0: Dude, that's what's I kid what's you like,
1: not. I don't even know how you could. Like, I, I still <laughs> not even Like, I still want to run through this wall. Let's go. Let's go. Nah, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> like, you know, so, man, like I said, man, um, and another, thing, and another thing that I told them, and I told them, and I told them, I said, this is not for me. Yeah. I said, this is not for the fame. This is not for the glory of sin that I started the program. And I said, the only thing that I want to do, that how I know that I have been successful is the atmosphere that I feel when I come to a practice. Right. To know that y'all have found something that y'all love. My guys that I have now, they are a rugby team. I know not because how they act in practice, but how they act outside of practice
0: the way the connection
1: that they made the the time that they spend together you know these were guys that didn't know each other didn't even know each other's last name the first time we came out there now here it is they are communicating to me hey coach let's get together man i know it's not a practice day man but let's get together and run some drills man let's go throw a ball around you know what i mean so love that you know that's that's what that's what lets me know that you know this is that i'm that i'm on my way to more success because like i said man it's it's not for me. Like I said, man, I just want to be the bridge. I, this it, man. I just want to be the pathway to be like, you know, Rashad told me about rugby. He introduced me into a man. He made me fall in love. And now this is something that I, that I want my kids' kids to do. You know what I mean? So,
0: No, dude. And that's, that's so important. Like, look, that <laughs> besides the mindset, besides <laughs> the energy that goes with it, like, it's kind of the mixture because you do need to have somebody who's going to break the gates. You know, yeah. it's, it's not even like – it's not, maybe they're being blocked. It's just a mental block. Like, again, yeah. knowledge is power. And if nobody knows yeah. about it, it's impossible for them to know. But that's exactly. always been the thing that's interested in me about rugby uh, is unlike so many other sports. And the one thing I always hate is when people are like, oh, rugby better than fo- football, football better than rugby. I'm like, no, That's not what this is about. The thing that makes it so different is somehow about the, 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 interconnected energy between the people like and i think it has to do with how you treat your opponents as much as you treat your own brethren it's like everybody is still in the same family but you know we might be going against i'm not gonna let you beat me but yo i still love you in the end and And, i'm gonna go chill with you afterwards in whatever way shape or form but it's it it, it somehow works at a sensibility and i think the same thing goes whenever you start playing it especially whenever you get all these new people it's that same sensibility it's not like you know, we're not – not that you can't compete for your position, obviously. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, position. But it's, it's still – yo, I'm going to still help you get up. Like, I'm going to still exactly. help you move forward with exactly, it. Exactly, man. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: I tell them, I'm like, you know – I tell them from the jump, man, when we first started, I, mean, I saying these are your brothers, man. I said, these are not just your teammates, man. These are your brothers, man. Y'all – because – Another thing that rugby teaches, man, that I really love is accountability, man. You're not only accountable for yourself on the field, man. You're accountable for your brothers, man. It's, it's your job to yep. go work over them when they go down, man. You're accountable for them, man. So, and that's something that I talked to him from a gentleman man was just like, you know, when y'all step out on that pitch, man, y'all have to take care of each other, man. Like I, and I told him, man, and, and something that Coach Young taught me, man, a long, long time ago about opponents, man, that respect that you have never turned your back on your opponent. Yeah. If you man, if if they score, you don't turn around and walk back, man, because they kick that ball off in of your back turn.
0: They're gonna get it
1: back again. Hey, yeah. Again, so, you know, So you you turn around and you backpedal and you always face your opponents, man. And mm-hmm. it, and it's it's a it's a life lesson, you know. Every obstacle that you you want to face it head on, man. So why not do the same for your opponents? So
0: no, that's so true. That that's so true. I love that. I truly love that. You know. So. When you guys, when you started playing, you started not started playing. When you started, when you put the team together, you got Mm. these guys together. uh, What what was the first game like for you? So
1: unfortunately, we haven't been able to play a full match. Okay, as far as like you know reps and everything, but um,
0: you got some scrimmage. That's hey, look, we've got we've gotten some. I'll call that a match. Yo, what? I'll call it whatever it is. Yo, you guys played on the field. Uh, again, either yourselves or against other people, yeah. right? Uh-huh. All right, perfect. So, um,
1: uh, and I just man, again. I just want to give a shout out to men's tryout rugby program in Greensboro as well, man, because they've been really adamant as far as that, man. Uh, helping us out, man. They've really, um, they really given us a helping hand, man. They've they've allowed us to come in and sit in and practices, man, and come in and they've allowed them to immerse in their practices. And this is a this is a men's rugby, this is a men's rugby club in Greensboro. So, uh, just kind of get their first practice out there, man. It's just it was just um. It was amazing, man, just to see the intensity level pick up, man, because, you know, like I said, man, I, I have a small group of guys, maybe about seven or nine guys, man, so it's not a lot of us, man, so it's, it's, it's a small Sparter. group, man, but they're dedicated, and, and and I tell them, man, I wouldn't have it, I wouldn't, I would rather have 10 guys that are dedicated to what they do than have 20, and not have half of them be dedicated, so, Dude. man, I I took him out there to try it, man, and. Man, they were sponges, man. They soaked it all up, man. They soaked up the intensity. They soaked up the pace of play, man. They like I said, man, and this is just a regular practice that they sat in, man. And they, they just soaked it up, man. And the men on oh, men's Triad rugby program, man, they of course they met me first. You know, uh, Coach Coach Morris in Greensburg, man, he invited me out first. And he introduced, he's like, you know, he let them know like, hey, Rashad is trying to get a program started at ANT. And the first thing they said was, man, as soon as you get enough guys, bring them out here to our practice. So, you know, of course, I held, I, I held it up. And when I brought them out there, man, they just, man, like I said, man, they were sponges, man. They, they fell in love with the sport even more because now they were around people who pushed them harder than they pushed themselves in practice, you know? Right. It was a more so of a, oh, man, this guy, look, this man is 35, 40, man, and outrunning me, you know what right. I mean? So It was that, you know, (laughs) I want to keep up. So, man, like I said, they were sponges, man. Like I said, I commend it for it, man, for them going out there and not being intimidated. Right. They were, They man. They walked out there, man, like they own the field, you know. That's legit. I told them, I said, you know, this is, I said, this is their practice. I mean, but, I mean, like I said, man, the drills that they ran through, man, they ran through as if they had been playing rookie for years. man. So, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience.
0: Dude, that's, that's awesome. And it's so important because, like you wanted, it sets the culture. Like, yeah. it sets the culture for what happens next. You know, Whether whenever you graduate, yo, it's going to be these next guys that are going to be kicking in and how they yeah. and how they bring these people in. Right. But, you know, it, it even stands out even more to the fact of, like, whenever you have these guys, like you said, it's better to have seven, nine dedicated guys than yes. 30, 40, flagrant guys because yeah. you never know it's it's that dependency of knowing hey i know you're gonna be here i know yes. you guys want this i know that there's something that you're aiming for and the fact that you guys are still willing to practice and work to try and yeah. get there and that hasn't even hit like gameplay yet which will even yeah. afford them harder that yeah. makes it such a that's massive
1: that is yeah. massive. i mean like and i mean like i said man i i love my guys man i, I tell them man i tell them man i tell I tell him, man, I eat, sleep, and I breathe, rugby, man. If I'm not in class, I'm looking at rugby drills, man. Was, Sam, I'm calling Sam. I'm like, bro, I need some drills, man. Help me out. I'm on YouTube, man. I'm looking at games, man. I, I try to get them together to watch rugby games, man. We go out and we go support Triad. We go watch them play, man. So, yeah. like I said, man, it's just, like, man, it's, it's the dedication, man, because, I mean, how often is it, man, like I said, man, we haven't played yet, but I still have a full – a full seven guys showing up to a game. You know what I mean? Right. Just to experience it, just to see it, just to kind of see what it looks like, just to kind of get a taste of it, man. So like I said, man, I'm, I'm honored, man. I'm blessed, man. It, like I said, man, I, I, it's, it's, it's hard to put it in a word sometimes, man, to, to just express how excited, man, how honored I am to have those guys and to be doing something that's so much bigger than I am. So Right.
0: Dude. And that's, that's, that's the name of the game right there. It's, it's knowing that you're, you're picking up something so much more than what's just between the lines. Um, right. Dude, I, like, I remember, it's funny, whenever you were talking about like uh, whenever your guys went out there and they're, they're running against the 35, 40-year-old dude, <laughs> I, I was exactly the same. When I started playing, it was literally that. It was just like, yo, I'd go running, and I'm like, yo, I can at least sprint with these guys. Like I'm, I, I'm not <laughs> even worried. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, yo, how are you this fast? Yo, so how are you still running right now? Like this doesn't make sense. Like I can't, I can't, I pridefully cannot allow this to happen. Yeah, there's like, nothing know, I can do about it. It's <laughs> like
1: man, like like jeez, man, God, you know, man, shoot, you running like you, you running like you still like high school. I mean, like I said, man, man, they they keep themselves the in shape, man. Like I said, man, and I just, I love it, man. We go out there, man, and try it. They push my guys, man. They push them, man. They they throw them where they see fit, man. And they're just like they push them and they're like, you can do this, you know what I mean? They're just, it's not, you know, it's not. It's not more so, but like I said, man, they don't ever feel intimidated, man. Triad is always more than welcoming when we come out there, man. They enjoy having us out there, man. They're, come out here this, man, you know, come out here all week, man. Come out here every week. We're going to see y'all next week. We're going to, you know, so like I said, man, it's just, like I said, man, it's it's that rugby culture, man. It's it's something about that culture, man. If you can get somebody, if you can find somebody who's deeply rooted in rugby, man, and you can get them talking, man, y'all will talk for hours. Hours. Days, weeks, months, years. (laughs) You look up at two years in they're like, man, how did you meet them man? You think, you know, like, man, we started talking about rope ro- being at Walmart and <laughs> here we are, man. <laughs> how are we, we end up getting drinks and just chilling out? Oh, look, I'm not, <laughs> mad
0: at it. I'm not even mad at it. Yo, cheers, brother. Cheers.
1: Like, hey, cheers, man. Same time next week, right, man? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, yo, I love it. That, and it's, it's so true. It's so true. So, it, you know, it looks like you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for this, this beautiful pathway towards coaching, like legitimately deepening into it. And I'm sure Sam has given you a lot of pointers and talked in your ear a lot about yeah, this, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for you, obviously this next step, and barring mm-hmm. whatever happened with COVID-19 and everything like that. Yeah. But this next step comes into almost probably doing more of the organizational and administrative stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Have you been talking – you spoke about the, the head coach for uh, Greensboro. Like, yeah. Have you been talking with them or any other coaches about uh, what that next move is? And- I have been – I have
1: been almost harassing the intramural sports <laughs> director, man. We, I mean, um, we had a, we actually uh, – we had the intramural sports director that I started with back in uh, about 2017. He we transitioned to another position. Mm-hmm. So this was uh, actually – fall going into this spring so spring semester right around man i was like man i gotta meet this new intramural sports director man because i'm thinking you know i'm thinking more of myself man i've stuck a pin in it i want to pick up where we left off right so i meet the guy uh, you know i meet the new intramural sports director i'm letting him know He's like hey man i'm Rashad shot i don't know if anybody let you any notes any sticky notes about who i am what i'm trying to do here at angie's campus but i just wanted to come talk to you man and let you know what i'm trying to do here and and uh, i'll talk to him man and um he's 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 open ears man He he's really engaged man uh he sat there, man. We sat there talked for maybe about an hour, man, and he took notes. He got contact information down, man. So actually, man, our next step uh, before COVID kicked in was actually getting ready to sit down and actually have a meeting with the intramural sports department uh, as far as the intramural, the, the intramural sports director, the chair, the guy who cuts the check for intramural sports, man. And I, I, and I put it to him like this, man. I told him I wanted to kind of set up like a pitch meeting. Like I wanted to really sit down and pitch rugby to them about how, man, how I believe rugby at HBCU will not only, not only please the alumni, but it'll also please the donors that you guys have in them because you guys are now showing their diversity. It would also help with the student enrollment because you now have something on, you now have something on a sports level that students can look at and be like, wow, A&T offers rugby. I play rugby. Let's go to A&T, you know what I mean? So it was kind of just kind of setting up a pitch meeting for them, but, Unfortunately, man, due to the COVID, man, A&T moved very swiftly with making sure that we got off campus. So.
0: <laughs> they were like, we not even going to play with this. They, uh, you they, guys got to go. <laughs> they sent the
1: email, man, uh, as soon as we um, got an email about apparently somebody traveling back to Greensboro that had caught the COVID, man, and A&T was – they were on a frenzy, man. Students were going crazy, and a sent the email. I was like, hey, you know, we're monitoring, we're doing what we can I yeah. kid you not, man. Three days later, we got an email saying that y'all have to leave. If you stay in, a, if you stay in a dorm, if you stay in a campus apartment, y'all have to be gone by this date. No if, hands <laughs> or butt. Make the necessary travel arrangements. Don't tell me about what your mama can't do, what your daddy can't do. I'm telling y'all what we need y'all to do. So, um, I got some in the first when COVID came in and kind of just put a halt to everything, man. But, right. um. Our chancellor, Chancellor Martin, man, has been sending numerous emails about us possibly resuming in the fall. Unfortunately, uh, the word is that we won't be doing any fall athletic. Fall athletic
0: right. Because, that you know, makes fall. sense. It hurts my heart. Toucher. Yeah, I
1: mean, you know, it hurts my heart, man, because, you know, my guys. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, my guys, man, what am I going to tell my guys? So, um, but I'm still emailing the sports director. I'm still reaching out to him, and we're still, we're still connected. I'm still trying to, man, as soon as we get on campus, let's set up a meeting, man. If we can't do anything this fall, Let's do something that's free, man, which really works for me because when I started, man, you know, 15s, it's hard to get 15 guys, man. It's hard it's to get 15 right. to stay committed. So I shoot, I strive for sevens when I'm always seven season. And I know the guys are going to enjoy sevens a lot more. You know, I love 15s, but I know they're, they, they're runners. They love to run. I'm like, if they like the open space. Run. So I strive for sevens. So again, man, like I said, man, I'm, I'm reaching out to them again now, man. Like, hey, uh, Let's do a Zoom meeting, man. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's not prolong anything, man. We don't have to have this meeting on canvas, man. Let's let's get a Zoom set up, man. I'll, I'll I'll print out my proposal, man. If I have to sit down and have a whiteboard, and so y'all can you know see what's going on, man. We will. So like I said, man, I'm working very closely with Intramural Sports, man, because unfortunately, not unfortunately, but there's a, what I've learned since I've been there. There's an order of steps that things. Of course, you, things there's need a process go.
0: that has to go. And there's you have a process. To the right people at the right time.
1: And it's a long process. No. Uh, I mean, which I mean, man, and, and I don't mind, man. I'm all for Coach Young, man. Coach Young told me, man, he didn't start the program until his senior year, no. of college. So here it is. I'm approaching my senior year, man. And this is, and uh, what I tell myself, man, I refuse to let it be a pipe dream, man. But like I said, man, I chose A and for this reason, man. The academics are amazing. I love the atmosphere, man. But rugby is why I chose A and T because you know I want to. I'm one of those, man. You be the change you want to see in the world, man. And I'm all about. Leaving my footprint and my footprint at A and T, I wanted to be the rugby program. I wanted to be a sport that some guy from Memphis, Tennessee, ten hours away from home, man, came here and decided that he wanted to start a rugby program. So, like I said, man, we're I'm taking the necessary steps, man. I'm talking to who I need to talk to, man. Um, I have been in, and, uh, and I think what really speaks volume to them is, man, everything I've done, I've done out of pocket. Mm-hmm. I've done rugby balls, cones, water bottles, hitting pads. Man, shorts for the guys, man. Coach Jones, man, he blessed us with shorts that I could give to my guys, man. Uh, nice. We've had the Carolina Geographic Rugby Union donate jerseys for us, man. So, like I said, man, it's just I've been, you know, just because I'm not getting in touch with the right people does not mean that I'm going to stop. Man, like I said, man, it's, it's still step, stepping stones, man. Every, every little person that I come into contact with, man, it's a stepping stone. to help me get where I want to be, so.
0: I mean, I'm, not, I'm like you're saying, I know I'm not getting in touch with, the, I might not be getting in touch with the right people. I feel like you're getting in touch with everybody who's <laughs> correct. Like, like, I feel like you were taking care of all the right steps because, look, that's, that's sometimes always the hardest part. Is how do we get the jerseys? How do we get the yeah. shorts? How are we ready? Especially when it comes to training stuff, the balls, yes. the cones, the yes. equipment, you know, and, and again, you know, a Big credit to, to to Shane Young out of MICR. I C R. I don't think we said it out loud out of Memphis oh, yeah. Inner City Rugby, <laughs> but yeah, you know he he's he's always willing to be able to help, and especially yes. when it comes to one of his guys. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you want to see your guy develop and do something similar to what you're you're doing uh, um, in one place, doing it again and spreading their love into another location that that didn't yeah. know? So you I know, mean, he's
1: been he's he's been amazing, man. He's um. I mean, man, we sat down and he talked, man. He said, and he said, man, I'm going to be honest with you. He, he let me know, man. He said, if, he, said, if, he said, if I know anybody can do it, it'll be you. I mean, and, man, and that spoke so much volume, man, for, only, for Coach Young to only have me as a player for one year and to just to see that, you know what I mean? So, like I said, man, it speaks volume, man. Like I said, man, I, I love Coach Young. Man. I love MITR. And that, that is where my home is, man. Everywhere I go, man, I if I go home, I'm grabbing some M-I-C-R <laughs> rugby balls. Man, I, like I said, man, even at the intramural sports mean the first one that we had, man, it was an M-I-C-R rugby ball that I had nice. sitting on the table, man. So just to kind of tie everything back in, man, it's just it's – like I, like you said, man, it's the environment. It's the environment. Like I said, Coach Young, man, and um, I mean, and even Sam, man, like I said, even Sam as well, man, like I said, that's my best friend. I, I tell him, man, I tell him, I said, man, I said, man, when I get everything together, man, I want you to come out here and I want you to help me, man, even if it's right. just – even if it's just him coming in and sitting in on you know, practice, it's just because I know what he, I know what he knows, you know? And I know, mm-hmm. like you said, knowledge is power. And like I said, him being right up under coach Young, him being heavily involved with MICR. MICR has so many tools and they have so many connections and they, they really prepare. They really, they preach rugby. They preach rugby. Mm-hmm. So like I said, man, I just want to, I want to introduce my guys into what I was introduced in to kind of, Give them a glimpse into, like, man, this is why I fell in love. Because I know when they meet Coach Young, man, when they meet Sam, they're going to they, they they be like, gonna be like, yeah, this is it. And I'm going to be like, hey, so, you know, it's like, going to be like all the light bulbs going to go off. And I'm going to be like, this is what I've been trying to get y'all to do the whole time, and This is what I've been telling y'all, man. You know, so, like I said, man, it's, a, like I said, it's an honor to have gone through that program, man. Like I said, man, I love what Coach Young is doing, man. He's actually inspired me to want to start my own nonprofit. So, right. like I said, man, he's just – he's been a – whether he knows it or not, man, he's been a huge influence on what I'm doing, man, and as well as Sam, even though I tell him all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Sam, I, I tell him all the time, but I need him to be humble. I need Coach Young to really get this. I need Coach Young to be less humble. Like, recognize the awesome that you, you have been admitting. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, man, like I said, man, it's just them taking that time important to me, man. Like I said, man, and Coach uh, Young, man, Coach Young actually, man, was was the reason I got my coaching certification, man. He really helped pushed me over the edge and was like you know what man if you he extended that olive branch man he said hey man i know you're trying to get your certification i flew back to memphis i got my coaching certification in a span of two i think a day and a half two days i kid wow. you not i flew to memphis i spent a day in memphis to get my coaching certification spent the night and then flew out the next morning that's, that's how serious i was about it man. Awesome. And, and coach young man he he did what he needed to do man he said man you know i won't be there i'll be out of town but he said, but uh, he said, I'm going to get you here, man. He, he gave me the paperwork, man. He let me know what to do. He walked me through how to sign up for the course, man. And he let me know because I was actually trying to get that one in Charlotte. But, you know, travel arrangements. And he told me, he said, man, if you can get to Memphis, he said, if you can get to Memphis, they're hosting a the coaching clinic. Uh, he said, you know, you know exactly. He said, I can get you the location. And I know exactly where location was, man. And I did it, man. Like I said, man. And that was, that was, that was the turbo, man. That was the, 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 the fire underneath my tail that I needed to really just like you know what I'm serious you know what I mean like it made it all is, real. Got, it made it all real it was something that you know I, I, I look at my coaching certification man I, I almost want to frame it <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to frame it man like I said because that was that was it man that was what did it for me man that was really like the you know Rashad this is this is something that you really have poured yourself into man like you said man this rugby program at Ant that I'm that I'm striving to get man, this is something that I, I I pour myself into, man. Like I said, man, I don't believe that there's twenty four hours in a day because I'm not paying attention to the time, man. Oh if I'm man. not in class, it's like I said, man, it's those rugby videos, man. Like I said, man, if like I say, man, I I love it, man. I love what I do, man. Like I said, I, I love rugby, man. I love my guys. I love what I'm doing, man. Like I said, it's a passion. It's a
0: passion. I so. no bruh, it, it, it is a passion and then some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that's uh, that, it, it's it's that's real. Like I I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, look, I'll even say whenever I started doing all this, um, mm-hmm. it was always very interesting to me because it wasn't, it wasn't just simply the factor of, you know, being able to play. Like, being able to play was great. That was a great replacement yeah. for football. And then I always tell the story, you know, I went to Pitcher Tent, and, you know, that's when I got to see rugby culture in and of itself, oh, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yo, yeah. this is home to me. <laughs> like, this is the this is way – this debauchery and, and craziness <laughs> plus being able to play – on this, oh, yeah. In a weekend? And we all oh, like, man. This? <laughs> In two
1: days? This <laughs> You can really y'all do this y'all do this how often twice Yo, this all, can we, can we make it three
0: times? <laughs> Bro, so it was just like it, it was a perfect match and then obviously whenever you start to see uh, it's it's weird because I, I still have to explain it to people where I go like, look, I know you guys aren't seeing how much rugby but there is but it's because you haven't had that like weird broken of the eye to go, yeah. like, oh, that's a rugby player. And then all of a sudden, you're just like, yo, why are, how is there so many rugby people out here? Like, literally, yeah. when I started playing here in Baton Rouge, I remember straight up that I was like, oh, rugby, whatever. Went to go see, I thought they were going to be a defunct team and everything. And then when I learned that they'd been around for almost 40 years, I'm like, bro, like, how did I not even see an article? One sniff. There wasn't like a computer like glitch. Nothing, man. There was no nothing. No blowing, no leaving the wind or nothing, man. It was kind of. But the moment that it opened up, like all of a sudden, I'm like, "Yo, you play rugby too? Oh, shoot, you know rugby? It's like, oh, like there's so much connection. So it, it's, it's all the elements have always been there. It's just like there's something, and I think it comes with the humility of of rugby. Yeah uh, definitely. Which I, I think is both a benefit but when it comes to presentation it can be absolutely annoying it's yeah. <laughs> like this uh, it's a humility of not wanting to make a big deal about yourself but still be able to perform on the field you exactly. know and i think it makes it so that it's 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 not that people won't talk about rugby but it's not like the talk about rugby yeah. it's not like the because it's it's still you're 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 chill outside you go wild within the community like yes. you know what i'm saying so it, it, it's been interesting. And so whenever I started doing this, it was just like, yo, I need to be able to reveal this, this concept because yeah. you know, this thing keeps popping up everywhere and there's no reason why it should be this low. And then of course, right. you have the global element and then there's all these pieces. And I'm like you, like, I had like, always been a sports person. Right. Uh, I like sports media. But I was like, I don't really want to do another football thing. Like I feel like there's three gajillion of these things. And it's an impact. You're not you're not changing anything. It just kind of makes it about you. But then whenever you did it with rugby, it's like not only is it like getting a chance to 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 find out these stories to get to know these people, but it does make it more than just you. You're actually trying to See this sport, which is an amazing tool to be yeah. able to discover so much, and then yeah. you know I can't wait for the chance. If you haven't, to be able to play going overseas, yeah. and that just changes the game altogether. Because yeah. one, the similarity in culture, and then two, when how you see it, just kind of spread. You're just like, okay, now I know what I'm bringing back. At the same yeah. time, yeah, exactly. I guess, like
1: I said, man, it's just man. Um,
0: <clears throat> again, man, when Sam had that opportunity
1: to go to London, man, we were talking out of time, and he just he poured himself into it, man. And like I said, man, like you said, it's just getting people to get that inside look of what rugby really is.
0: Exactly. As
1: far as outside of the playing aspect, like the community itself, getting people to realize like this right. is rugby is through thick or thin. Like y'all can hate each other on the field, but again, be best friends when y'all get off, man. So it's just getting people to understand the bond that rugby makes. It's just, it's amazing, man. It's breathtaking. Honestly, man, it is
0: a hundred percent. And, uh, and, and, no, it's why we continue doing it. It's, it's yeah. why it makes it like people are like, yo, why are you still doing this? Are you, are you sure you're going to? It's like, yo, I got this. Believe you know, me. Like it's, there's something, It's it it's good. Like this is this is all the factors that you need. Like <laughs> it works. It, it's like, it's
1: just come try that. Just get like, come you try it.
0: Know, just, dude, just get. that's one thing I'll, I'll say this. I've very, I've almost never run into somebody who played rugby and then mm. comes out of it being like, yo, I I not like this at all. Never. I've never seen it. I've I've never seen it. I've seen people who are like, I don't know if my body can take this anymore. Like, I might be breaking down, but they're like, I still want to try and get like that little, I want to get that little hit. Let me go get a little run inside.
1: You know, know, yeah. Like I said, I mean, because I have about, maybe about, I want to say about three guys who played before. Right. But the rest are all, they're all. That's got to help a
0: little bit too, to be able to have some guys. It
1: it, it does, definitely, man. It, It makes my job a lot easier, man. They are, my leaders, I point to my leaders, man, because they know what the sport is like, you know what I mean? If I ever need to take a step back to go take care of something, man, which I rarely do, but if I, you know, or there's some practices, man, I let them leave. Uh, you know, I take a step back and I'm like, you know, y'all have played before, me, y'all know drills, man, let's, you know, because again, like I said, man, it's, I want them to get comfortable with each other, I, and, 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 I, and I think the biggest, the biggest thing is that these guys are looking at me and they're like, you know, I mean, the majority of them thought I was seniors getting ready to graduate. And I had to tell them, and I was like, no, nah, man. I'm like, you're a sophomore, I'm a sophomore, man. We're like, Coach, what? Like, Co-, I'm like, nah, man, we're the same age, you know? And, I, and so, you know, it, it, it's crazy, man. Like I said, I had them, they were like, man, Coach, you ain't graduated. Til. I'm like, nah, man, I'm doing the same thing y'all was doing. Like, you
0: know, like, we're like, building together. We're so like, we we literally in we, this together. <laughs>
1: Like yeah, I know the college students struggle. So trust me, y'all say I got homework to do when y'all leave here. I do too. Okay. I got a project doing the morning. I'm going to be up all night, but it's okay. You know? So, um, like I said, man, it helps having those guys, man. Um, uh, they bring that intensity, man. They, 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 if the guys are goofing around man, they get them back on track, man, without it, without it, without any hesitation, and they listen to each other and they listen to me. So, man, like I said, man, it's, it's a great experience, man. Like I said, and I just, i love that i was able to bring those guys together and like i said man it just i love to see them interact man they hang out all the time man. homecoming
0: they're with each other which makes me right. so
1: happy man they're they're with each other They're with the rugby team and they're hanging out you know so like i said man, it makes me proud it makes me proud
0: mm, i'm happy to hear that so you know kind of kind of wrapping this down a little bit you know for you rashad like you know, you, you've set, you've you've really set the foundation, and obviously, yeah. COVID creates a little bit of a disruption. But disruptions yeah. are only as limiting as we allow it to be. You okay. know, you've iterated on it a little bit, but you know, what what is like really the the visions that you have moving forward with this? What's what's the next move? Say you guys are able to get back on campus and what so you want to do coming up.
1: My next move is, uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, my next move is really just it's on an administrative level. you know. Mm-hmm. I've been on the foundation level. I've set the foundation. My guys, we practice twice a week. They show up on time. They leave on time. we uh, It's a set thing. We get the field space. So my next step now is, man, reintroducing it to administrative because it's been introduced before, but we haven't had the thorough conversation. So mm-hmm. now it's kind of just like, a, you know, sitting down with them and kind of just getting it together. Like, hey, man, you know, y'all told me I had to be self-sufficient. We've been doing this since 2017. I've been self-sufficient. You know what I mean? Um, you say that my guys, Need to have the proper grades. Grade check on my guys. They have the proper grades. You know their grades are in order. You know you say to my guys, need to sign these forms, sign these liability waivers. You know whatever information that y'all need. Here it is, man. I present it to them. So like I said, man, the next step now is is um it's really just speaking with them and just kind of giving the official pitch, man, and really just trying to either get the thumbs up or the thumbs down, man. I, of course, I'm praying for the thumbs up, man. I uh, I'm praying and I, I pray. It's hard as I can, man, for the thumbs up, man. And, and I think once I pitch it to them, man, they're going to see my vision and they're going to see the passion. So that's definitely my next step, man, because once it becomes – once it's administratively approved on campus as far as, like, it's like alright you all right, y'all are here, y'all have been self-sufficient. Right. Let's get it together. I can move into getting my guy sipped. Um, I've been speaking with – I've already talked to NISCRO um, – He's been very adamant about sending me emails, man. And He told me he's been giving me option A and option B, like, hey, you know, if A&T doesn't do this, get your guys together, man, and you can still do this, and y'all can still, you know, and not be uh, – it's never going to be a wage, but it's kind of just like you guys are still achieving the same goal. So, right. like I said, man, my next step right now, like I said, man, is definitely talking to administrators and uh, really just trying to get them to see my vision and see my passion, man. Like I said, and just, and just finally getting the okay. Like right. I said, man, because I, I, you know – I know
0: I'm
1: gonna get it. No, you look. Oh, okay.
0: It it really is. It really is in the presentation. Like, and, and you have the presentation. Like, you got that energy, and they know all of the. Even the fact that you know what you are, the, the little bits, you know the details, makes a difference. Because from there, what the the issue that people usually have is it's either they don't know, really know the details that well, and they have sort of the energy, but it's kind of bsing energy. Or they uh, they they know the details, but they bring no passion to it. So yeah. nobody's convinced. It's kind of just like, oh, okay, so well, I, I mean, you know, it's not like like, that big a deal. So yeah, you know, it's we're, like,
1: hey, rugby, you know, and I'm just right. like, no, I'm like, hey, rugby, you know, what about it? You know, let's mm-hmm. do it. So like I said, man, it's it's man, it's a it's, it's a process, man. But I, yeah. I say T to P, man, you have to trust the process, man. I've been like I said, man, this is something I've been doing since 2017. I've been trusting the process, man. Uh, like I said, man, I'm I'm ready to see it manifest full fold. Uh Like I said, man, I see a little bit of manifestation here, man. But like I said, man, it's – it's uh, I feel it coming, man. I feel really good, man. I have a really good energy about it, man. I feel like that it's really going to happen, man. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the next step is, man. Like I said, COVID is not going to stop me, man, you know. <laughs> it's not going to stop me, man. Uh, uh, like I said, man, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm I'm reaching out to intramural sports directors, man. We're emailing back and forth, Toronto. Like I said, the next step now is to – Hey, man, everybody using Zoom, and let's set the Zoomy, man. Let's, you know, because I'm all about planning ahead. You know, you guys right. don't want to do anything for the fall. Let's make steps for the spring. So,
0: No, and, and that's, that's legit, you know. So, Rashad, tell them, where can they find you? Where, where can they be able to, to find you, talk to you a little bit more about this or uh, help, them, help them understand what NCAT rugby is all about? <clears throat> um, you guys
1: can. We unfortunately do not have a Facebook page yet. I mean, it's in the works, but you guys can contact me directly on Facebook. Uh, it'll be uh, just first and last name, Rashad Lip, Feel free to send me uh, text messages, man. Facebook messages, emails. You guys can post, do whatever you guys need to do, man. Let me know that you're interested. Um, I'm looking for support, man. Any support that I can get, I'll take it. So, um, uh, actually, man, we can work some out to where I can leave a link below that'll direct them straight to my. Absolutely. Uh, Straight to my Facebook page, man. Like I said, man, um, any alum that are reaching out, man, y'all know how it is, that you probably runs deep. So <laughs> uh, all right. like I said, man, um like I said, man, this is this is a blessing, man. I'm definitely looking forward to the exposure this is gonna have for AMT's rugby program. So
0: dude, I, I love it. I can't wait to see you grow, mainly because I need you to come out to the HBCU rugby classic. I, uh, course, <laughs> 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 like, I, I want you out here at the HBCU rugby like yo. Well, let's get this together. I want to get this going. Prairie View, Prairie View and Morehouse need to know that power. All right.
1: <laughs> yes, they need to know. Like I said, man. I, like I said, man. I, um, of course, man. I, like I said, man. I, I keep up with the HBC rugby classic, man. Oh. I, I watch. I watch as many videos as I can. I was. Oh, dude, I appreciate. I mean, I was honored to see the MITR was able to come down, man. Like I said, man. That that really hits home for me. I love MIT. I love what they do, man. So of course, like I said, man. And Coach Young mentioned you to me. Freshman year, man, he was like, get in touch with GIF. I was like, man, of course I was like, coach. I'm, I'm on it, coach. You only got to tell me one time, man. So, like I said, man, it, it is truly an honor to be here speaking with me, man. You just don't understand, man. Like I said, man, I really appreciate man. I love what you're doing, man, and you have my support tenfold, man. Anything you need me to do. Can I get some shirts to rock, <laughs> some hats, some layers and stuff, man? We can work something out, man. But I'm supporting, man. You have my support full fold.
0: I appreciate you and I got you man no worries at all <laughs> bro I got you uh dude no no that that really means a lot and uh, uh I and obviously I said it but truly the feeling is incredibly mutual. So um, dude, I, I really do appreciate you coming through. I'm not you. gonna lie, this has been one that I was been looking forward to for the better part of a year and a half.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we can finally get together, man. I am man. I'm honored that we can get together and make this happen. Like I said, this is this is gonna be great.
0: Oh absolutely man. Thank you so much. All
1: right. Thank you, man. You have a great
0: one. yo, I mean how could you not get excited man like i'm so ready and happy to be able to see what these guys are going to be able to do once uh covid comes back obviously uh we're starting to see a lot of schools start to cancel their fall sports and stuff like that so the time for whenever you know we're going to see uh these programs be able to come back with uh at least from the collegiate level is 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 hard to tell it's hard to tell, but I know they're going to come back with strength. They're going to come back with gusto, but I really thank you, Rashad, for coming through, for being on the podcast, man. This It was a, a meaningful one, and thank you, everybody, for taking the time to just listen and just take it all in and, and just add to the guests. And look, you know, it doesn't stop there. Please go check out some of our other podcasts. Last week, I told you at the beginning, we spoke with James Brunson of the North Philly Nomads. Um, prior to that, we had Matthew Provost with Prairie View A&M Rugby, another HBCU. Uh, Nicholas Walcott of the Chicago Griffins, a great story of uh, going from a D1 athlete all the way to a professional rugby player to where he is now. I uh, spoke with... Uh, USA Rugby Sevens Women's star, uh, Cheta Embo, uh, fullback for the women, not just Sevens, Sevens and Fifteens. Talked with Ram Edding of the Gray Wolves, the first predominantly black rugby team here in the U.S. Um, Charity Williams of Canada, Sevens Olympic gold medalist, uh, Saifuddin Safir, Blaine Scully, uh, Angela Elena, Chise Baylou, Phil Thiel, Raheem Vital and Mike Toussaint. Yo, we've gotten so many great guests. Uh, Nia Tapper, Dave Rhymes, Kyle and Tiana Gramby. You guys really don't want to miss it. And these stories stick regardless of the times that they're in because they are not just rugby stories. They're real stories. They're our stories. Uh, it's within the community and, and it completely shows how it weaves in all walks of life from Party to charity and everything be every, between. So I hope you guys continue to enjoy it. Also, just so you know, because I always remember I never tell about this. You can also catch the videos of the podcast on our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com slash GiftTimeRugbyNetwork. Uh, and you can catch the full podcast on the YouTube, be able to see everybody from, from that, and uh, definitely comment and subscribe. We post it on Fridays. Uh, when we drop it Fridays of the week. So, uh, you can see everything. And of course, all that we have in our content bed, uh, in the Gift Time Rugby, uh, YouTube page. Uh, it's a little bit of everything from skits to games, uh, interviews, stories, and more. So we're always trying to be able to give you something to be able to add on and create value for you and to be able to use it for, uh, future purposes and, and to be able to continue to incite within yourselves. Um, and guys, uh, again, I really appreciate it Please, if you do like this Please like and subscribe um, Please review it On our podcast channel uh, on, on our podcast channel Either on Apple or Google Or anywhere that you are listening to please leave a review or uh five four three two one stars whatever you feel like it is good or bad i want to hear from you guys um it allows us to be able to create more and more stories and of course we'll be back again for next week you guys stay tuned again thank you so much and remember continue to be happy continue to be healthy and know that you are highly favored you have a great one cheers